Boker Tov. Today's stuff is that I am based in Kedushan as we learn for Achein Mukal Basis Ron and Sumba Saraba Shivya. May everybody come home safely and may all those who are wounded be healed. Amra Papa says, Papa, in the fourth line of the page where we left off, we've just been discussing the boundaries of Babel. We said Babel has the purest of the Jews, the ones with the best lineage. And um, Eretz Yisrael came second, and then every, all the other countries came afterwards. That was Rameyer's opinion. We'll see another opinion today. Rabbi said this machlokes about how far it goes, because we had different issues. Does it go to does it go to this city or that city? How far does the, the, do the boundaries of Babel go, in which we can say, okay, this guy's from Babel, this woman is from Babel, and therefore her lineage is good? So that machlokes we have, that we've had until now, the last few lines, and I'm at base, and the top here, of uh, I, I am based on Aleph, but Papa says the same machlokus that we have here for Yuchsen for getting married, kach machlokus lenient Gittin. What does it have to do with Gittin? Give her a divorce. No, we're talking about the beginning of Gittin. We learn how maybe get in a sense you bring a get from overseas, you have to say before I nest, before I nest up two reasons, either because they didn't so Makaimo, there's no Adam around to confirm these signatures, or because they're not learned. Well, in Babel and Aristotle, they were learned. So there was no problem there if they came, if it became a get from let's say, from bubble to bubble, where there was no problem of Edom and Lakaimo, and they were all, uh, they were learned in bubble. well, how far does bubble go? So the same machlok as we have here for getting married, uh, whether you have to check, how far do you have to check their lineage? Uh, in, in terms of if they come from bubble, they have a good lineage. If they come from elsewhere, they don't. Well, the same thing for getting. If a guy brings a get from one of these cities, that are questionable if they're in bubble or not. You have to determine if it's in bubble. You don't have to say the funny enough, funny enough. If it's outside bubble, you have to say the funny enough, funny enough. But the other of machlokus deals the machlokus is when it comes to family lineage, ancestry, genealogical classes. But it comes to getting everybody agrees that as far as arba tanaina, the second marsh by the bridge, the gishra until there, that's all considered bubble. In other words, it's mashma that Agam um, it's mashma until there. Everybody agrees when it comes to get. Everybody agrees that it's until that second marsh. It's not clear as that the kulo the chumrah. Because everybody agrees that it's until that spot. Until that spot is considered they're learned. Beyond that spot, they're not. Bar Chavil Yama. So I'm going to have about different places in Babel. Is that considered Babel? Not. So he says Chavil Yama. That place to filter the Babel. That is like the glory of Babel. In other words, that's one of the great places of, um, of Babel, that it's a place with definitely good lineage. Uh, and In other words, it's like the best best city is Chavil Yama, and the best areas within that city, Shunya Begubya, are the, are the most glorified areas of Chavil Yama. Those are great, uh, great places of great Yichas. Ravina Amar, Aftzitzura. Tzitzura is another locale of Chavil Yama, that also is a, a glorified, a good place. People come from there, have a good lady. Shana Mihachi, we see another prize. The Bechanan, but the summer, Chavil Yama. Chavil Yama is Tchil to the Babel. Chavil Yama is the glory of Babel. And Shunya, the Govia Vitsutsira, that third one, also Tchil to the Chavil Yama, is the great glorified places of Chavil Yama. But nowadays, Yarvi Bukusoi, that was then. But nowadays, some Kusan, some Kutians, who are, again, of questionable uh, Judaism, are they really Jews or not? That's always a suffix <coughs> mixed in there. Uh, below, but that's not really the case. Issa, the Boaminaya, what happened was <coughs> one of the Kutan wanted to marry somebody from that time, they didn't allow him to. 
In other words, there was rumors that the Kusam were going to get mixed up because some guy, one of the Kutam, wanted to marry one of those girls, but they didn't really give it to her. And therefore, <coughs> they spread a word. Oh, you see Kusam were already marrying in there? No, no, no. They didn't allow them. They kept their lineage pure. My Chavil Yama, what is another word for Chavil Yama? Papa Zu Pras the Borsi. It's Borsi of the Euphrates. Euphrates Borsi. Uh, that's another, it's another name for that place in Babel. And these are all considered choice towns of Babel where their lineage is excellent. Ahu Gavra. We're about 12, 13 lines down on the page of Nayan Beis. Ahu Gavra, the Amr Law. The Amr Law told them, Anam min shut mi shut. I'm from this place. Shoot me, shoot. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Nafra, Abraham Yisterbas. Amar shoot me, shoot. Bein and the Harosmenes. It's between the rivers. Between the rivers. Avachi bein and the Harosmenes. My Avi. So what? So what does that mean? Between the rivers. Amar Bayim Mukhamba. Aruch Bar Yosi. Rabbi Kamina bein and Haros. Arayik Goliosim. Tosa says that if it's between the rivers that we talked about yesterday, basically the Euphrates and the Tigris, the uh, the Chidekel or the Diglat in Aramaic and uh, Pras. And it's obvious. What do you mean, my my Horus? What does it mean, my? Uh, you know, if it's being, you know, it's obvious what we're talking about. It's it's between the rivers, so it's definitely in Babel, and it's certainly okay. So he meant my Horus. I mean, it just meant that there must be other rivers there. It's called Bain Horus. That's the name of a place. So it's between two other rivers. Anyway, in those places, that's it's like go. It's like Pompadisa for Yosem, and the Yichus is good again. All this is demonstrating that Babel and whatever boundaries you put on Babel has excellent lineage. As we said, according to Rapapa, not only for getting married, but even for determining if a get came from that place, if you have to say the or not. Above E the Kira, that place called E the Kira, above that. Ivan Rabyochan and Rabyochan himself said, Ad Mabrasadikis. We yesterday at the end of yesterday's stuff, three lines from the bottom of the page, we said um, that how far does this go? How far is Adhecha? We said the level across how far up on the Euphrates does Babel go, right? Again, up means towards Eretz Israel, down means it, not the way we normally think. Up means in the southern direction, down means in the northerly direction. So we said, how far up does it go? And he said, Ad Mabra until the port of Gizma. And here he's saying he, he's saying that um, this place is above that. The above that. You're right. It basically goes up to the fort of Gizma. But then there's a little a little strip of land that goes out from there a little bit further, and that's above E the that's above E the Kira, and that's where that place is that we've just discussed of uh Bain Anaharos, uh of Shokni Shok, which is Bain Aros, which is a good place in Babel, meaning it's in Babel, it's in Babel proper, and the Yichus is good. Amrab Ika Bar Abin. Remember his name, Ravika Barabin, Amrav Khanano, Amrav. Chalzon and Nahabit, apparently these are two different places. Rashi's Chalzon is a river. It's a, it's, a, it's a river that area, maybe it's on the river. It's Mashmu, we'll see later on that it's a separate place. It's not the river of Nahabit, it's Mashmu, it's two separate places. Maybe Chalzon is a city on a river, not clear. And again, it's like Pumpadisa in terms of Yichsin. Here Rashi repeats what he said yesterday's stuff, and yesterday's stuff on base. Again, it's one of those cases where you have Rashi repeating the same thing in two separate uh, places, or sometimes even on the same daf. I think it was on Gittin daf, daf Ches, if I recall correctly, daf Zayin or daf Ches. And here we have it. We have the same Rashi and Ayin Al from Beis and Ayin Beis Al, where he says Kegola, and Gola he translates as what does that mean? Kegola it means like Pumpadisa. Rashi says it on the Beis yesterday, about 10, 12 lines from the bottom of the page, and here also. 
we have it here on Amun Aleph. Um, where is it? Let's see. It's um, so it's somewhere here. I'm looking it's further down or further up, somewhere on the page. It's right here. across where it says Le'el. Le'el, where it says Le'el, uh, or Le'el. On the side it says Le'el. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. Where I, I'm, I'm not saying an inch down from where we are. Ah, an inch down from where we are. Okay, so. Um, yeah. Uh, right above where it says, uh, right Daniel Zion. I'm missing it now. Say it again. Daniel Zion in the middle of the, between the two. Yeah, yeah, that's right there. I could go. All right, now I see it. Okay, thank you. I knew I saw it. <laughs> Guess can't find it now. Okay, could go. So you see, that's the same Rashi. You see the same Rashi on the face, and you see it here on the hour. Again, it's it's uh, you know it's repeated. Maybe it's uh, I don't know if Rashi said it twice or whoever put it in put it twice. But it was necessary in both up, and so it said. In case you're learning, in case you just started learning an I phase, you didn't learn I foul. Now you have it here too. Um, oh, I think that's heat coming up. Somebody's for sitting. Huh? It's not heat. No, it's not working. Okay. Anyway. Uh, back to the Gemara. So, huh? Making noise. It's making noise, but I don't think it's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, these two places, Harekagola, like Pupadisa, the Chalzan and Nahavan are like two places. It says, Vayanchem, Bachalacha, Bachavor, Nahar, Gozen, Bore, Modai. Pusik says that by Sancheirub, when he uh, dispersed the 10 um, nations, uh, the, 10, the 10 tribes of Israel, Says there that um, he put them in Chalach, Chabor, Nahar Gozen, and Arimodai. What are those places? Chalach, Su, Chalazon. Now, and then yet the problem over here is when he put them in those places, they intermingled with the Goyim there. So, how can you say that Chalzan and Navid are like choice places of lineage in Babel? Uh, we see over here that Sancheir dispersed the tr 10 tribes in these places, in Chalazon, and Chabor is uh, Hadayev. Nahar goes in Zuginzek, Arimode Zu Hamdan, Bachavoset, Hamdan, its environs, its vicinity. Barmile Zu Nahavet, Bachavoset. Some it's Nahavet. So, how can you say Nahavet is a good place for lineage? Here you see that um, Sancheir mixed up the Jews with the Goyim over there. And Nahavet is in its, in its uh, environs, environs. So, you see, Nahavet is not a good place. My Chavusa, what does it mean? But vicinity is Amishmul, Krach Mushchi. Chuski uh, Barumak. Those are the environs around the Havit. But the point is, um, um, telling you that all these places, the environs, whether it's Krach, Mushri, Chuski, and Kumi, the environs, or Nahavid and Hamdan and, um, and Ginzek and Hadayev and Chalzon, they're all for showing that they are blemished, impure, that they're disqualified because they're mixed up. So you see here that this opinion argues with Rababa. Rababa Barkana uh, says that these places are not good for lineage. And the other opinion was of Ravika Barabin, that uh, said the name of, uh, of Rav Hanano, the name of Rav, that these are good places for lineage. We assume here that Mushchi Haino Mushchani, this last one that we mentioned over here, Mushchi, where we said Hadayev and Ginzak and Chavasev, Amila Zahavan Chavasev, and he said one of, and the environs of Nahavid are uh, Mushki. Now Mushki, we assume that Mushki and Mushkani are the same thing. He said on the days yesterday 
that Mushkani is a good place for lineage. You have to assume that they are separate. Mushki is one thing, Mushkani is something else. Pasik says in Daniel, but Tlas Eloin, Daniel had visions and he saw uh, two the first animal that he saw uh, in his vision, Tlas Eloin, it had three ribs in its mouth, between its teeth. Now, in its mouth indicates that it's already all the way in the mouth. Benchina sounds like it's between its teeth. You could see it's sticking out. So is it in its mouth or is it sticking out of its mouth between its teeth? These three ribs are these areas, sometimes Bobel, uh, which is the uh, what we're speaking about, the, the first animal is comparable to Bobel. Uh, sometimes it was under these places were under Bubbles' jurisdiction. Sometimes, so to speak, he had swallowed it up, so it ruled over those three places. And sometimes he spit them out, meaning sometimes they were not under Bubbles' jurisdiction. But in any case, you see that again, this place of Chalzon, um, uh, maybe this fits in with the Machlokis, is, is a Chalzon a good place or not a good place? Maybe it depends. If it was under Bubbles' jurisdiction, then it wasn't good for lineage. If it was out of jurisdiction, maybe it wasn't. But the Gemara doesn't seem to say that that's an answer for the machlokas between these two rabbis, between Rav Avakana and Ravika Baravan, who said Chalzad is good. And the other opinion was Rav Avakana said that it's not good. Uh, doesn't seem to say that. And here comes, and here behold, there's another animal. Uh, Daniel had a second animal in his vision. Tanin, the second one. Dami Ladov looked like a bear. These are the Persians. In other words, his first vision was a Bavel, who had uh, who, who was very strong in those days. The second vision was of the Persians. Uh, they eat and drink like a bear. They eat and drink a lot of sovereign carbon. They're fleshy like a bear. They grow a lot of hair like a bear. Though they're always restless. When you see a Persian riding, here's the wandering bear, always running around. Rabbi said to Levi, Levi uh, was uh, good at giving examples of saying, what does this guy look like? What does that guy look like? Give me, uh, give me a vision. I'd like to understand. Rabbi Levi says, give an example. What do the Persians look like? They look like the soldiers of the house of David. Big and strong and riding and running around. Or any chavron, um, he said, show me the chavron. Chavron, Rashi says, are the people, these are Persians that are even worse. Uh, it's near Persia. Uh, some say they're the fire worshippers. They destroy more than even the worse than the Persians. These are chavron. Uh, so says, they look like destroying angels, angels that destroy. Show me the Yishmaelim Dominusim, they are like the demons, the basic Kisei, they are the demons like Shadu, the basic Kisei. I think there's a lot of uh, illusions that we're talking about the different, you know, the, the Iranians here, the Persians, the Yishmaelim, a lot of stuff that's uh, you can relate to uh, our current, uh, the, the, the current news that's going on. Um, they look like ministering angels. When Rebbe was about to die, Rashi says over here, interesting, look at Rashi, four lines from the bottom of the page. This one, I remember where it is. You see the important ones, I remember. It says, As he was dying, some prophecy came to him. 
saw some prophecy. Sometimes like some prophecy was thrown into his mouth. What did he say as he was dying? Back in the Gemara, six lines from the bottom of the page. When Rebbe was passing away, he says there's a place in Babel called Humniya. Those are all Amanam. Those are all Goyim. Bad guys. Right? Um, right? Uh, there's another place called Masagraya. You know, you know how many names of cities in Babel we have? You can make, you can make a whole map just with uh, what we've learned the last two letters. They're all Mamzerim there. All of them. You know, he's telling you don't get married to people in those places. There's a place called There are two brothers there that they exchange their wives between themselves all the time. Obviously, that's also a problem there. Okay. Um, uh, and the problem, of course, with Amunam is even if they convert, you know, forever, they can never, they can, you can never accept them, even if they are Gerim. Those uh, Ammonites cannot mix with us. Obviously, you can't mix with Mamzerim and uh, Mamzerim brothers. Um, Birsa the Sata Ik of a bubble. There's a city called Birsa the Sati. Sati means that they turned away from God. So maybe that's the name of Birsa Hashem Shesorim Yachriyamakom. Here is Rabbi Yachsar. How do they turn away? There's this city in Babel, <coughs> the Babel. Birsa the Sati Ik of a bubble, Hayom. Today it's, it's in it's that city. There is such a place today. They ran away from God. Why? One Shabbos, the uh, Pira, a fish pond full of fish overflowed. And they went and captured those fish. And those that overflowed, and they captured the fish on Shabbos. Put them in Cherem, because they all committed, uh, they all desecrated Shabbos by uh, committing one of the 39 malachas, which is capturing animals on Shabbos. And because he put them in Cherem, they turned away from God. As we say, right? They turned away from uh, from uh, There is a city called Fort of Agma, which we had yesterday the Fort of Philadelphia, and we have here the Fort of Agma, which is mentioned elsewhere in the Gemara also. They, they, it's called the Fort of uh, Bubble in Babel. Now, this is already good. Until the, these other places that he mentioned have Goyim, Mamzerim, uh, people who are over there, Bodhisattva. This place in Bubble has a good place. Why? There's an Adabarava there. Today he had his bris. Right? Today he's with some say he could be dead, but then it's not the Adabarava that we have throughout Shas. So Zarabarava was born there today. This is Saul the Nebuah. The Rebbe was on his deathbed saying these things. We're at the first of line on Amid Beis. On Amid Beis. Hayom no Rav Yudababal. Today also, in other words, this is Rav Arabarava's eighth day. He had his bris. Today also in Babel, Rav Yudababal was born. Damar Mark, Shemesh Rav Yudababal died. No, Rebbe. Rebbe was born. Shemesh Rav when Rebbe died. No, Rav Yudababal. In other words, there's there's always a, a, a overlap between great, the great rabbis, the great Sadiqim of the door, that when Rabbi Kiva died, Rebbe was born, Rebbe died, Rabbi Yudu was born, Shemesh Rabbi Yudu Nola, Rabbi Rabbi was born, Shemesh Rabbi Nola, Rabashi, meaning before Rabbi died, Rabashi was born, there is no Tzadik of the generation does not die before there's another Tzadik who was born to take his place. As the um, one, as the sun rose and the sun came down, meaning before the sun came down, before the sun set, 
another sun rose. Before the light of the Shemesh of Eli died, Shmuel was already born to take his place at Ramasi. Before the, the, the candle, the lamp of God, before it was extinguished, Shmuel Shachar was already there in the base of Mikdash. Hashem commanded that Yaakov will always have his enemy, always be surrounded by enemies, right? <laughs> we can't get away from there no matter where we go, right? Even on our own land, we're always surrounded by enemies. And Rashi brings down, this is the, refers to Amun and Moab, that we're always around them no matter what. They, you know, even if we have Yerushalayim, whatever. Moab, um, uh, these are the bad neighbors that Yerushalayim has. Abiram Kagon, Pumnaya um, Pumnar. Pumnar was a Jewish town. Even it, obviously, Pumnar was in in Babel. And Umnaya, we mentioned before, was a bad place, right? Rashi, that's what Rebbe said. Umnaya in Babel is full of Hamanoam. So that's an example. Umnaya was right next to Pumnahara. Wherever the Jews go, wherever the Jews go, they always have Goyim next door to them. By Yehiki Navi, Cheskel said like this: When I was prophesying, Uplatayo, Uplatayo. Ben Mace. At that point, this uh, person's leader of Israel, Plateau, he died. The um, upon I, I fell on my face. For Ezekiel, I cried out a great cry. But Omer and I said, "Aha, Hashem Elokim, whoa, God!" Now, was he crying out of? He was mourning. He was eulogizing this Plateau Ben or was he putting him down, deprecating him? Rabbi Shmuel, One said that Nechaska said this. He was saying it. In praise for Platyo, once a no, it's he was he was uh, putting him down. He was uh, ridiculing him. the one of the what happened? He had this Standra the Meishan. Meishan we mentioned before was a city of not such a good place. And we said the, the he said here like the governor of Meishan was Chasnei Nebuchadnezzar. In the old the tradition, uh, maybe I'm not sure if the Jews got this from the Goyim or vice versa. But you always put your son or son-in-law in charge, right? So Nebuchadnezzar's son-in-law, uh, he put him in charge of that city. The governor of Mishan was the son-in-law of Nebuchadnezzar. And of course, as soon as the son-in-law comes in, he thinks he knows everything, right? He wants to run the business. So Shalach Lay, he sent a message to Nebuchadnezzar, this son-in-law. You've captured all these cap- captives. You have all these captives. You have all these people that you've captured. You haven't sent me any of these captives to, to work for me that should stand before me. So he bought the Israel. So Nebuchadnezzar says, okay, he wanted to send him some of the Jews to be his uh, servants there. Omelet Platyo ben Benayos, Platyo ben Benayos said to Nebuchadnezzar, Ananda Hashvin and we who are uh, who, who are more important, we we Jews are more important. Nekemach, we'll, we'll serve in front of you. Here, here, where you are in your capital, send slaves over there. And as we're not slaves, we're a people, we're important and respected people. We'll serve you. Your son in law, who's a, you know, a little punk over there, what does he know? Send your slaves to him. Uh, don't send us. But Omer Navi and Cheskel said, Misha also told of Israel, who did this good thing to Israel, Yamas Bechasian, we should die now. In other words, as we'll see, the other people who were put, you know, suffered the Misa Mishunah. And uh, he died on his deathbed. Uh, so, so according to this, he did a good thing. He saved the rest of the Jews from going into to work for the son-in-law, to being slaves for the son-in-law. 
So he did a good thing. So Cheskel uh, was saying, you know, he was masking him. He eulogized him. He said, how should the uh, woe unto God? Why should this guy, Plethia, uh, uh, why should he die so early? Uh, why it's not fair? Like that's that's what he was mourning him. Bandar Malara, we have Rav and Shmuel. One said it was praising him. One said he was deriding him. The one who said it who was deriding him. The spirit of God, El Shar Beis Hashem, brought me to the gate of the house of Hashem. The basically Yishakad Beis Hashem the the Apona Kadima. Kadima meaning over Apona Kadima. It was facing east. Right, Beis Hashem, the Shah Beis Hashem, the eastern one that was facing east. Vinei Pesach Hashar at the opening of the of the gate. Esther Mechamisha were twenty five people there. But Arab Tochma saw among them Yaznia Ben Azur, one of them. Vespatio Ben Benayo. I saw these two people, uh, Jews, Shariyam, were officers of the people. But said by Abayo Siel Chatzer Beis Hashem. Now is brought into the Chatzer, the like the Chatzer, the Azor of Beis Hashem. Yosh Beis Hashem Apimis the inner one. Here's the opening of the Heichel. I was Mamish in the Azar. I was by the Pesach of the Heichel. Right, between the Ulam and the Mizbech. That's the opening of the Heichel there. Between the Ulam, which is the entry into the Heichel, and the Mizbech. Kesem HaChemisha Ish. Saw like 25 guys there approximately. Achoreim al Heichel. Their back was towards the Heichel. Right, now you come into the base of Middash. You come in, you come in from the east. Right. You come to the Heichal. Now their back was to the Heichal. They were looking east as you're facing towards the Heichal Hashem. The Heichal is like on the is on the west. You're coming in from the east towards the west. And the opening of the Heichal Hashem is there. But they, their back was towards the Heichal and they were facing east. So he says, They say their face was facing east. Obviously their back was towards the west. That's how Geography works. If you're facing the east, your back is towards the west. So why does he say, he says that they're, they're facing east and their back was towards the Heichel, towards the west. What does it mean their back was towards the Heichel Hashem? Obviously. They, uh, they strip, they, they revealed their backside. They defecated towards the Heichal. In other words, to show terrible disrespect, to show that they were really of the Avodah Zarah, show disrespect. But Kamar Navi, and the Navi said, and among them was Benayo, uh, was Platyo Ben Benayo, and Navi said, Misha also Haraz, somebody did this terrible evil. This You couldn't disrespect the Heichal Hashem in any greater way. Yisrael, Yamas HaMikasa, should die on his bed, meaning should have a normal death and, and shouldn't be killed like the rest of them who had a Misa Mishunah later on. So this was the two opinions as to what Yechazkel said. Testayim the Shmuel. What does all this have to do with us? Testayim the Shmuel, the Let's prove that Shmuel was one who's, who said that Yechazkel was, was deprecating, was uh, reviling the, this uh, this uh, plateau, saying something bad. Shmuel, he had said before, Mushchani, Arei Kegolo Liuchsen. said Mushchani, we had yesterday, said Mushchani is like Bavel when it comes to Yechaz. Mishun lo choshula mishum avdus. There are no slaves there at all. Lo mishum amzeres. He said that mushchani is like pumpedisa, and mishan. He said is there's no concern there about avodim or mamzerim. Ella, what what was there? Ella kahanim shayiba. They were kahanim. They were not makber. They married grushas, as we've learned that 
since it's only a lav, even though the child, the, the, any uh, male sons are halalim and they can't serve uh, as kohanim, but uh, the Kedushan's chal. The kohanim there, Mary Grushas, there's no mamzerim there, there's no abadim there. Mishan, it's not as good as Mishchani, which is like the Pompadisa, but the Mishan is not a bad place, there's no slaves there. Oh, so it must be, Ligamar says now, this is how it relates to Agamar, it must be that Shmuel was one who said it's for bad. Why? Because the one who said it's for good was that Platyo saved the Jews from being slaves because when the when Nebuchadnezzar wanted to send to his son-in-law, who was the governor of Mishan, he wanted to send them slaves, uh, he said, uh, Platyo said, don't send the Jews, send uh, somebody else. Send somebody else. Now, um, if you say that Shmuel uh, was the author of this good side, so what do you mean? Uh, there were slaves that were sent. Uh, there were slaves that were sent to Mishan. That's exactly what Pladyo did. He says, "Don't send us regular Jews. Send the slaves. Send the slaves there." So according to that, there were slaves there. So how could Shmuel have said, "But Mishan, you don't have to worry about any slaves," right? So it must be that Shmuel did not say the first opinion that they were that Pladyo was good because he saved the Jews by sending the slaves there, but rather the second opinion that he was a bad guy. He was among those who were. Uh, who who, uh, who, who um, embarrassed and shamed the base Migdash. So the Gemara so that this is what we have to do over. That's what this building is Mishan is brought down over here. Obviously, this whole story goes of Mishan. So the Gemara no. It could be Shmuel the first opinion too. Uh, that what that Platyo sent sent uh, said to save the Jews by telling the regular Jews should stay with the Muchanetzer and the bad Jews, the uh, slaves will go to Mishan. If you're mafka, you're Ebed, he goes out free. So there were no slaves there. As soon as they were mafka them, they sent all the slaves there. They were they were they weren't slaves anymore. Any servant of a man who is acquired by money, need to tell you that only an Ebed of a, of a Jewish man and not the Ebed of a not of a of a woman. Do I say Ebedish? Ella Evid Shiesla was just the Rabbalah, only an Evid whose master has authority over him, that he's an Evid of a person, Kariyak's called an Evid, Evid Shayla Rabbalah, if you would only have any any authority over him, ain't a Kori Evid. Meaning when Platyo could be that Shmuel, we don't really know who said what. Robin Shmuel one interpreted for good that Jacheskel was praise, praising Platyo, one says that he was deprecating him. But we can't tell from this from Shmuel from Shmuel's opinion that Mishan didn't have any slaves, that it wasn't the first opinion, because it could be that he did say send them slaves, but once he sent them the slaves, they're no longer slaves because they had no authority over them. And that's why he said that Mishan, there's no slaves there. This whole discussion we've had for a few days about that Ezra was Matire all of Babel before he went up, and therefore Babel is the most pure, but the other lands are not. That's all Rameir's opinion. You can assume that Jews, even from New York, from Paris, from all over the world, you assume that Jews are kosher unless you know otherwise. He allowed Ravuna Barnasan laments to marry a woman from Chuzaisa, apparently without checking too carefully. And Rashi says here, it sounds like that's Mechuzah. Now we learn Mechuzah like bubble, but Rashi says, even though we know that we always talk about Mechuzah as being the place of Bravo where they had, where apparently was in Bravo, but it wasn't within the boundaries of Bravo that we have defined as, as far as having pure lineage. 
So he allowed, apparently, somebody to get married. He allowed Shirley Rapuna Barnosan to marry somebody even from a place outside of bubble proper. Amalei Ravashi. My death, Ravashi, why, why are you assuming that the Rabbiram and Shmuel's the Rabbi of Chomam causes because this Jerusalem does? Why did you do that? A Maymar. Why did you allow Rafuna to marry somebody from Mechuzu? Why? Because you hold, like Ravido Mashmul said, that only Rav, only Rameir said that, that uh, all the lands are considered impure and have to be checked out as far as Eretz Yisrael and Bubba are concerned. Every other place in Cheskis Kasha. But that's fine. That was That's one of the things Shmuel. But Bey Rav Khan and the Yeshiva Rav Khan they didn't learn that way. They also didn't learn that way. Why? They held that we go like we're mayor, that uh, all the lands, all the other countries in the world are considered mixed up or considered impure as far as uh, as far as Israel, as far as uh, Eretz Yisrael is concerned. And Eretz Yisrael is impure as far as is impure as far as Bible is concerned. Still, a Mamer did not accept the Mishim the Shmi Lamer of Svidanada because he heard from Rabbi Svid of Narda directly that we accept Jews from all over. Tarabana. Mamzeir Vinasini to harm Lassu Lava. Everyone back to our issue of Mamzeir and Nasinim that we're going to talk about. The Mishnah said that he has separated the Mamzeir from the Sinim. And the Mishnah also mentioned that uh, who can marry whom, right? What did the Mishnah mention? That Mamzerim and uh Nasinim can marry one another. Mishnah said, uh, then he goes on to explain who they are. But now we're going to get into those details. Are they all allowed to intermarry with one another? And what's their status? So first he says, we have Machlokas here. What's going to be in the future? Are Mamzerim going to be Mamzerim when Mashiach comes? So Mamzerim has seen a term, Lassad Lava, Diva Vyach. That says they're going to be purified in the future. However, it got mixed up. We, even people who are Mamzerim, we're going to purify them. Mashiach will have that ability. But Mayor Omer, any time they will not be talking. In the future, I will I will pour upon you my term purified waters that the heart of you will be purified. What he says is, I will purify you. Remeir rules that the Mamzeir will continue to be Mamzeir in the future. Hashem is saying that I will purify you from all your impurities and from your idols. But not from bastardy, from being a mamzer. That's that's part. Of, that's in your DNA. You can't change that. Amler of Yosi, Shuomer Ataris says after it says when we call to them Ataris from another Taris. It says rightly if I'm Tar who What is it? And then it says when we call to Lechem Ataris Chem. Those words that are added on of Yomer after Mamzeres. So he learns if we have Machlokas, will they be purified? Will the baby Mamzerim must love or not? The more special Mamzerim kind of pasuk says in Zechariah. The Yashav Mamzer Bashdok. Mayors will still be Mamzerim there. It says in the future that, mam, that the, there will be Mamzerim in Ashdod. Okay, so there's going to be Mamzerim. The Pasuk makes sense. There'll still be Mamzerim. Who said there will be no Mamzerim loss of love. But what do you mean there'll be Mamzerim Ashdod? It's kind of a Targum of Yosef. Yosef gives a Targum for that Pasuk in Zechariah. Yasvam Beisisrael Uruchsen. Beisisrael will dwell. Uh, securely, they will dwell in confidence, they will be safe. But Aaron, in a land that was comparable to that before them, would appear to be a strange land. Mamzer is like a lotion of Amzar, a strange lake, a strange place. Mash explains that even though Yoshua 
um, divided up even the cities even as far as Ashdod, but he didn't actually conquer it. Rashi in the first of the wide lines said Damilachron, Mamzer. Mamzer means like a place that's Tsar, a place that's Tsar to Arzo. A, a, a place that was uh, in a place that was strange from the uh, boundary of its land. The Nitra and said the way Kamamzer Bashdo Gamhumi Pul Erzol Bashdo is really Bashdo is really part of Erzol. Be Yeshua Chokhi divided up after Yeshua Nitkushu Bechayev. So Kira Sevata Zaykanta Rabbi Yom Oritz Nishara Harbei Mao the Rishda Chashiv Azul Kamishasar and one of them is Ashdo. In other words. That uh, Yoshua know, didn't quite finish the job of conquering all the places of Eretz Yisrael. One of those places was Ashdod. So it means that the uh, like the Amzar, the place that was strange, they were the, the people that were estranged from that land because uh, they they couldn't live there. Uh, now they will be able to live in Ashdod, which was really part of Eretz Yisrael, and uh, that's what he translates. So we have this machlokas whether. Uh, like Rabiosi, there will be no Mamzerim less love, or Mayor says there will be. I'm going to be a Rabiosi. The Lach is like Rabiosi, that the Mamzerim will be purified loss of love. I'm Rabiosi, he loved Amr Abiyudam Shmuel. The Lach Rabiosi, had he not said that, have a Ose Elio Elio, when Elio will come, I said, Mashiach will, Elio will come and he'll be an entire Mamzerim. Mopik Minan, Swarni, Swarni Khan, he will take out groups and groups, like necks and necks. There'll be tons of people. Who would have to, if it wouldn't be that uh, he said that the Allah would be like Rabbi Yossi, that, that, that the, the Mamzerim will be purified, Eliyahu will have to come and separate the Mamzerim. There'll be tons of Mamzerim. You know, by the time Eliyahu comes, there's a lot of Mamzerim around. If it wouldn't be, if since he's saying they're going to be Tahar, no problem, there won't be any Mamzerim. But had he not come and said, when Eliyahu would come, he would have to separate from us, pull away from us all these uh, groups and groups of Mamzerim. Back to really the Mishnah describing who can marry whom. Again, we have, we've mentioned many times in Shas that uh, there's a machlokas whether the kahal gerim ikrikal. We're going to see on tomorrow's daf at the end of the daf tomorrow's daf. There are five places that talks about kahal Hashem other than tzuadaka. Tzuadaka is really a physical uh, aspect. The other ones talking about the lineage. That talks about lineage. There are five times that kahal Hashem is mentioned. Now, the question is, are Gerim Kalashem or not? Mamzer's not allowed to intermarry with Kalashem. Well, is, is a Gerim Kalashem or not? If you say that Gerim are considered Kalashem themselves, not a Gerim who gets married and have children. Children are Israeli, but a Gerim who marries a, a Gerim himself, uh, is he a Kalashem or not? If he's Kalashem, a Mamzer can't marry him. If he's not Kalashem, then a mamzer could be him. He's not Kalashem. We have mamzer for Kalashem, but Gerim are not Kalashem. And therefore, a mamzer could intermarry with a Gerim. So here the Gemara says like this uh, two lines from the bottom of the page of the Gemara. Talk about Gerim knows a mamzer, so Rabbi says that a Gerim can marry a mamzer. Is, is this related to his shita that there won't be a mamzer loss of love? Not necessarily. Because even today, when there, are, when there is a mamzer, a Gerim can marry a mamzer. Why? Because um, because a ger kal is not ikri kal, and therefore a mamzer is not kalashin, eri kalashem, and a ger is not kalashem. I mean, you know, a ger lo yisam zeres. Ger says no, ger shouldn't marry mamzeres. Why? Because a ger is kalashem, as we'll see. Echad ger, echad evet mishukar. Whether he's a ger, whether he's a free slave, the halal mutar mekanas. We know that a kohen cannot marry a zona, can't marry a grusha, right? Can't marry 
um, uh, a Gioris because she's a Zona, basically. Plus, doesn't say you can't marry Gioris, you can't marry a Zona. So if she, if she converted after the age of three, she's effectively a Zona. So uh, a Cohen cannot marry a Gioris and cannot marry a Shifka for sure. Even a Yisrael can't marry a Shifka. Uh, but a Shifka that's Mishukhrar, an Eved Mishukhrar, right? An Eved Mishukhrar, um, uh, a... a um, that's free to get a, a Cohen cannot marry a Gioris. A Cohen cannot marry a Shifka that's been free because she's also like a Zona and cannot marry a Chalala, right? Chalala. All these people are also for a Cohen to marry. However, the reverse, a Kahanis, a Bas Cohen could marry the equivalent. A Bas Cohen, in other words, even though Kohanim are forbidden from marrying these women, if they are a Gioris or a Shifka or a Chalala, and certainly a Grusha. Um, and uh, etc. Because all these people have Allah like a zona, or a coin can't marry a halal uh, because of halal his children. Um, but the reverse is not the case. In other words, a Baskoin could marry a halal, as we said, right? That that, that Israelis could be matar the children of a halal, and a Baskoin can marry an Eved Meshukher or a Ger, right? They can marry those people. That's that's a, that's another Allah. So a, a Ger a Ger can marry Mamzeres from Yosef. Yosef says a Ger cannot marry Mamzeres. But, but everybody agrees that uh, a ger or an evet or an achalal could marry a kanas. My time at Rabbi Yossi, why does Rabbi Yossi say that what, that a ger could be a mamzeris? Because he has chamisha colleagues, if this gets into tomorrow's up, just to get to the top, chamisha colleagues, if this says five times gone, chal l'kvan, chal l'vim, chal l'israelim, chal l'mishri mamzer b'shtuki, v'chal l'mishri shtuki v'yisrael. So therefore, he says that kahal gerim lo ikrikal. In other words, when it says kahal refers to chal l'kvanim, l'vim, yisraelim, I want to allow a mamzer to marry a shtuki. We'll see about that because it's something that's moms or not. I want the mamzer a shtuki to be Israel. But the kahal game is not called the kahal. Therefore, a ger could marry a mamzeris. Why? Because a mamzer can't marry kalashem. But a ger is not kalashem. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yossi, a ger could marry a mamzeris. And, and uh, this tomorrow will continue on. Rabbi Yudah says that a ger cannot marry a mamzeris. Because kahal gerim is rikrikal, and a mamzer is not allowed to love over kahal Hashem. All right, we'll discuss it. We'll pick this up again. We'll start here tomorrow and discuss this whole thing with gerim, ger, and mamzerim. Have a good day, everybody. Have a good day.